Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The practice of religion is very broad, and spirituality is even broader, at least from the human perspective. When it comes to worshiping God, we can worship Him His way, according to His Word, the Bible, or we can attempt to worship Him our way, a way contrived by humans. What's the difference? as long as we worship God, right? Wrong. Today on Drawing Near, we see that man-centered worship is rejected by God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. So I encourage you, please take your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 2 and join me for Hold Fast to Christ. As we prepare for today's study, Let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word and how it clarifies things for us, how it points out the truth, how it cuts through all of our lies and deception and the world's false teachings. Father, I understand that there's only one right way to worship you, and it's the way you have given us in your word, through faith in Jesus Christ, following him, and humbling ourselves, yielding ourselves to the teaching and truths of your word. This takes study. This takes time to understand. It takes us following the Holy Spirit. But Father, this is the only way. Any other way is the worship of Satan. It's the deception that comes into our minds and our hearts and our lives and draws us away from you. You are the master. You are the teacher. You are God. We are not. Help us, Father, to see the truth today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Like each of our studies, today's study flows out of the previous passage. In the previous passage, we learned that all of our debt, all of our transgressions against God, have been canceled out in Christ Jesus. Through faith in Him, we have complete forgiveness. The hostility between us and our God has been removed. Not only that, But Jesus has disarmed the rulers and authorities, and he has triumphed over them. Then we come to Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, and we read, Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink, or in respect of a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath day. These things which are a shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. The word therefore points back to the previous discussion. So based on what we've read in the first 15 verses of Colossians chapter 2, we as believers, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, are not to allow other people to force upon us rules and regulations of this world that are not taught to us in Scripture according to Christ. Paul writes, No one is to act as your judge, or no one is to judge you in regard to food or drink, or in respect to a festival or new moon or a Sabbath day. Clearly, this passage is dealing with Judaizers, or individuals who were Jews who were trying to come in and make Jews out of the Gentiles who had trusted in Jesus. In their minds, it was not enough that they had trusted in Christ and received forgiveness of their sins. 
they had to become a Jew and act like a Jew. It's one of the reasons why Paul mentioned spiritual circumcision in the previous passage. These individuals wanted to force Jewish tradition, Jewish law, on these Gentile believers. And Paul says, don't let them do that. Why? These things are simply a mere shadow of what is to come. These things pointed to Jesus Christ. These things pointed to things that are yet to come. But they're not the real substance. They're not the real point. And the Jews messed up because they had rituals and religion that governed their life that made them feel like since they were doing these things, they were right with God. And yet it was Jesus Christ who died for our sins, paying for our sins, canceling out our debt before God, who makes us right with God through faith in Jesus. Verse 18 and the first part of verse 19 clearly tells us that Jesus is the point. That's where our focus is to be. Verse 18 says, Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of angels, taking his stand on visions he has seen, inflated without cause by his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom the entire body, being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments, grows with a growth which is from God. Along with those who were coming in and trying to make Jews out of these Gentile believers, there were those mixed in who were seeking to deceive them, maybe not intentionally trying to deceive them. They might have really believed what they were teaching, but what they were teaching was a lie of the devil, a deception. And so Paul says, don't let them defraud you of your prize. The prize is faith in Jesus Christ, resulting in our sanctification and glorification. Don't let anyone defraud you of your prize by, first of all, delighting in self-abasement, delighting in a false sense of humility, of depriving themselves and keeping themselves back. That might be referring to judging you with regard to food or drink. There are those who seem to think that we need to suffer in a way God has not called us to suffer in order to attain a spiritual enlightenment. Now, that doesn't mean God hasn't called us to suffer. He has called us to suffer for the gospel, for Jesus Christ. But this is not self-imputed suffering. This is not self-caused suffering, like these individuals were teaching. And they were also teaching the worship of angels. And sadly, for some reason, there are many people who want to focus on angels rather than God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit today. They want to talk about guardian angels or protective angels or the power of angels. They want little angel figurines in their rooms or in their houses or in their cabinets. We are not to worship angels. As a matter of fact, in the book of Revelation, angels reject worship. They say that they're simply servants like we are. We are not to elevate angels. We are to focus our attention on the Lord Jesus Christ. And these individuals were encouraging the worship of angels. And they were taking stands on visions they had seen. Now, whether they had seen visions or not is beside the point. But what they were doing was, rather than adhering to the truths of God's word or the truths taught by the Lord Jesus Christ and the apostles, they were taking their stands on visions they had seen on their own personal revelations. 
we need to make sure that all of those things that come from within us come from God and are substantiated by his word and the teaching of Christ and the apostles. We do not add revelation to what has already been revealed in the scripture. And doing all of these things, they actually were puffed up without cause by their fleshly mind. They did not have a spiritual mindset or understanding. And then verse 19 says, And they did not hold fast to the head. They were not clinging to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a serious problem. We must make sure that Jesus is the focus, that what he did on the cross through his death, burial, and resurrection is all that we hold to for salvation. We do not add our own works. We do not add our own understanding to what has already been done. We simply trust in him and follow him. And then Jesus, the head, is described as from whom the entire body, the church, we as believers, being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments. In other words, we supply one another with our faith, with our strength, with our spiritual gifts, with our love, ministry, and service being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments, grows with the growth which is from God. This passage is clearly better understood from Ephesians chapter 4, where the same type of language is used. Jesus is the head of the church, and the church is comprised of all types of spiritually gifted individuals who contribute to the whole body. It's not about just me. It's not about just you. We need each other. And when we are joined together in Jesus Christ, we can help protect one another from these types of false teachings. That's a big part of what Jesus is teaching here. We need to understand that the world outside of the church is wrong. They're deceived by Satan and by their own carnality. And many people are trying to find a way to God or manufacture a new way toward God, and we simply need to trust in the 66 books of the Scripture, seek to understand them, and walk in them. And all 66 books point to faith in Jesus Christ and forgiveness of sin through his death, burial, and resurrection. Praise the Lord for that body of evidence, that revelation from God that guides us into all truth. Father in heaven, We again thank you for your word. We thank you for Jesus Christ, the living word, and for the Holy Spirit who points us to your word. And we ask, Father, that we would be wise as serpents, peaceful as doves, able to discern and judge between these false things and the truth. Help us to seek you through Jesus Christ and to live by faith in Jesus Christ day by day. We ask this in his name, for his sake. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.